We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, all right, all right. It is Irish breakdown time, everybody. It is Thursday. You know, almost the end of July, Ryan. July 28th. We're almost to August, which means we're a lot closer to Jaden Osbury's announcement. And then, then the next day, Notre Dame's camp starts. So we're eight days away from Notre Dame starting fall camp. And a summer that took that took forever, forever is now is now here. And uh we're about to be at fall camp. So we're going to have a couple topics for y'all today. We're going to talk a little bit of recruiting. we got some updates we want to give y'all uh, about things going on, the latest going on at with Notre Dame and all things Notre Dame related and recruiting. And then, of course, we're going to dive into some team stuff. We're going to talk today about position battles as Notre Dame gets ready for fall camp. There's some position battles that are going to rage. And I don't, I don't know if I would say so much that the winner is going to determine Notre Dame's success, but why the winner is the star is there is going to be there. So that's where we're at today. It's what we're going to discuss today. But first, Ryan, I want to talk a little bit about recruiting, mm-hmm. right? That's your obviously your your number one priority here at Irish Breakdown. So a lot of rumors swirling around to the point where I'm just ready to just start like just just you know, walk around and just stop with the rumors uh, because that's just what it is. It's clickbait season and, you know, people are going to like, are going to just dive into it. So let's start with a rumor that is going around that uh, Jeremiah Love, who is a running back athlete, receiver, corner, do it all, everything that um, uh, Notre Dame has been on for a while from St. Louis, top hundred player. Rumor was, and of course our message board was freaking out yesterday about it, was that there were reports that that he had a new leader and it was not Notre Dame. So, Ryan, you had a very long conversation with Jeremiah. We'll leave some of the more details for the update that's currently on the message board. That's why you need to be on the message board. But we'll give a little bit of a little bit of a taste of kind of where things stand right now from your your conversation with Jeremiah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, 
Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Trade Coffee sent us two new flavors after my wife filled out their quiz. Big City French Roast from Joe Coffee in New York City and Black Velvet from Atomic Coffee Roasters in Massachusetts. The Black Velvet was a dark roast with a note of burnt sugar, graham cracker, and malted milk balls. It was a very rich but smooth flavor that reminded her a bit of her favorite dessert, creme brulee. The Big City French Roast was also a dark roast, which is right up my wife's alley. And it was flavored with burnt sugar, baking chocolate, and roasted almonds. The smell in the kitchen while she was preparing a cup of coffee put a smile on my face, and she said the taste was even better and sweeter. And she didn't pick these flavors. They were chosen by Trade after she filled out a short quiz. you got to give this a try. And Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best-tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. Trade's coffee team actually taste tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you and Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. Trade is so confident they'll match you right the first time that if they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send you a brand new bag for free. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping and handling when you go to drinktrade.com forward slash Irish. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com forward slash Irish and let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com forward slash Irish for $30 off. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so again, if you want the more in-depth breakdown, boards.irishbreakdown.com is where you need to go and sign up there. For the Jeremiah Love conversation, I wanted to obviously reach out because yesterday when the Texas A&M stuff started swirling, you know, wanted to kind of get his firsthand opinion on just how everything is going. And I know he has a Texas A&M visit that is scheduled for this weekend. So talk to Jeremiah, had a great conversation. After this conversation, Brian, I would say that I am, I understand why the staff is feeling confidence with their stance with Jeremiah Love. I also think that, I think that Texas A&M is making a good push at it. I think Michigan is also staying in the conversation and making a push at it. But to keep it as simple as possible, I think Notre Dame's the leader. And I think that they have been the leader for a little bit here. And I think that as of today, Notre Dame is still the leader for Jeremiah Love. Clear. That, I mean, that's yes, what clear. you wrote in the update. Clear yes. leader. Clear leader. And it is something where anything could change. But all I know is that the recruiting is winding down here, man. He yeah. told me that he is a schedule. He's scheduled or he is in his mind preparing to, to make the announcement in August, August, the late August at the very la- latest. He wants to get this over with before senior year begins. 
And I believe that right now, Notre Dame has to like where they are, and time is running out for the Texas A&M, Alabama's, uh, Michigan's of the world that are still making the push. So I like where Notre Dame is right now with Jeremiah Love, clear leader, to your point. Now, late August still, or sometime in August is still the time frame for yes. him from talking to him to make a decision. Yep. Yep, so, it's late late August at worst. So he uh at, at latest, I should say, is the schedule. He wants to get this done before the season. I do not imagine this one will ever be one that is going to go into the season. This is going to be a summer decision. Okay. Also, Dylan Edwards was offered last night. This is an explosive kid. Uh rushed for 2,600 yards last year, averaged, I think it was something like eleven point two yards per carry or something insane like that. Insane. He's rushed for over 50 touchdowns the last two years and from Derby High School in Kansas, committed to Kansas State, smaller guy. Peyton Bowen was recently at the – Notre Dame commit Peyton Bowen was, re, was recently at the Future 50 event, and he was the second fastest guy at the event in the in the testing. The f- only guy faster was Dylan Edwards. Now, keep in mind that Peyton Bowen ran a 4-3-8 at Notre Dame's camp last summer, mm-hmm. and, and Dylan Edwards obviously uh, was the only person faster than him. So – Number one, this has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with Jeremiah Love. Yep. It's really a twofold thing, obviously, with with if you're Notre Dame. It has to do with number one, he's a dynamic kid that's really ascending. And they want more of that in this in the in on the team, really, but also on the offense. He projects a sort of a sort of a slot hybrid kind of guy, can play some running back, can play some slot receiver. But also remember yesterday we talked about you're going to see offers from Notre Dame for guys who are more dynamic at other things other than just a position. We talked about return game. Well, this is a kid that's got, I think, four or five already kick returns slash punt return scores. He Last year as a junior, he had a 96-yard punt return for a touchdown. He had a 93-yard kick return for a touchdown. So this is just something that people want to see more of. Now, is it a situation where they are taking him because they are going to lose somebody else? No. Is it a situation where not taking, sorry, offering him where they're offering him because they're unsure of certain positions? Yeah, it is. But honestly, if we're being honest, it's about Ronan Hannafin, not about Jeremiah Love. Now, yeah. we still feel like Notre Dame is very much in it with Ronan Hannafin. He's still deciding between Notre Dame and Clemson. But the reality is, Ryan, the longer this goes on, the more concerned you have to be. Sure. Right. And so. If you're Notre Dame, they're doing what any good coaching staff should do, which is if you're not 100% certain you're going to get a kid, make sure you keep recruiting others mm-hmm. and expand the board if you need to. And and I think that's what this situation with Dylan Edwards is. But it does not have anything to do – because people see running back Jeremiah Love, running back Dylan Edwards. <laughs> yep. It has nothing to do with Jeremiah Love. It, it's not the best timing in the world because as soon as Jeremiah Love news with the Texas A&M stuff, the, the little bit of – little bit of rumor there then you get an offer with, with this offer comes in so it's right. just kind of like oh it's not great timing yeah. right but because I'm the also- staff doesn't care about the rumors that are out there they're, they're, you know what i mean and that's like yeah. oh great thanks guys thanks yeah. guys and, and i i really hate it too brian because i think we kind of lost i think a lot of the board kind of lost sight with just how dynamic dylan edwards is for a second man because i mean like you said this kid's a legit four three athlete like he is you have to watch you could you only have to watch one clip they're on his huddle tape. The first one, it's a kickoff return, and he bends it all the way back right, and you just see the 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 acceleration that he has. And I know he's only 5'8", 155 pounds, so he's a smaller guy, but Notre Dame has wanted to get that slot type, and I know you've been talking about getting that slot type now for a couple of years, and obviously they missed out on Rodney Gallagher. 
They chose to take a step back from Christian Hamilton. But this kid could be that guy if they choose to make a, a strong push for him. And, I mean, it's going to be a tough one if Notre Dame really wants to make the flip because I know it's just, you know, people are going to be like, oh, Kansas State. But his dad went to Kansas State, right? right. So it's like there's a family tie there, obviously. So that's always going to make it a little more difficult. But, man, how much fun was it watching Dylan Edwards film, man? Like he is mm-hmm. just a dynamic, dynamic athlete. So right. I would like people just kind of move past. This has nothing to do with Jeremiah Love. This is that Notre Dame landed a or put out another offer to a really talented yeah. player. So the board expanded yeah. and they added a player who has dynamic athleticism, like dynamic speed. He is that guy that literally think like Michael James, think like those guys where every time they have the football in their hands, they can take it the distance. That's what I see for this kid. He's a really talented player out of the state of Kansas. And I, I think, look, it's 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 Notre, what's been Notre Dame's clear objective with this class. They want speed, 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 speed. And this kid has a lot of it, a lot of it. Personally, I would take him even if you get Ronan Hannafin. That, that's just my personal opinion. I, I don't know if they will or won't. I, I, yeah. I don't think anybody knows the answer to that. I think this is this is protection from if you do lose Lauren and Hannafin. But I don't think it's a situation, and, and I'm still trying to get the specific answer to this, I don't think it's a situation, however, where if Ronan decides today that he is ready to commit to Notre Dame, that Notre Dame then says, hey, Dylan, sorry. Right. right. I actually because right. they've already kind of done the numbers on a potential fifth, fifth player like that. And so if you're if you're able to get Jeremiah Love at running back, he's obviously an athlete can do different things. But as you said, I don't know if I would count Jeremiah Love as a pure receiver where a kid like Dylan Edwards. He hasn't caught the ball a ton in high school, but he can catch the ball when when he does. I mean, they'll put him out in the slot and they'll throw him the ball down the field. They don't do it a ton. I would do it more, honestly. Uh, you can see it in the return game. He catches the ball clean. He's got good hands. So well, I think he's this... a guy that can do a lot of different things for you. The second highlight on his huddle tape is him winning a contested catch at 5'8", 155 pounds. You're kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. That's maybe not incredibly translatable, but like – it's really nice stuff for a guy that mostly plays running back at his level, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, I, I like it, man. I mean, to your point, Notre Dame was going to make the fifth receiver, as my voice cracks, the fifth receiver in the class if Mike Tees wanted to come right. to Notre Dame, right? So why not still have that conversation? I'm not saying you definitely take the kid. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is if he has interest and he's excited about the offer, he wants to come to Notre Dame, I would entertain the fifth receiver option. It was it was on the table at one time at before, and I mean – that kid brings something, and I know, like, let, let's let's paint this the right way. Braylon James is 6'3 and really fast for 6'3, right? Like, he's a 4'4 right. type of athlete. Ronan Hannafin, if they get him, is 6'3 and 4'4 type of athlete. But this kid's a different type of athlete than both those guys, right? There, he's a smaller, compact player who has – I mean, he might be one of the fastest players in the class, right? Like, I would love to see this kid race against Micah Bell. I'd probably get sure. the edge to Micah Bell. So oh, yeah. But – yeah, it would, st- it would be a tight race, yeah. I think, though. It would It'd be, be tighter than away. anybody else. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, I tried to find some track stuff on him, and I, I couldn't find anything. Last time I, I, I had fe- anything on track was like 2018. Yeah, yeah, that, that, I found the same thing. And then like middle were, school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't exactly. believe they have track times for a middle school kid. Right. I mean, they were decent. Uh, they were decent track times for an eighth grader, I guess. But it's uh, <laughs> it's not yeah. really uh, it's not really translatable to how right. fast he is now. <laughs> right, so, right. So I, I couldn't find anything last night, but he's really fast and dynamic. Really fast. So, 
Obviously, Ryan, another kid that was recently offered was Blake Purchase. Again, people are going to freak out about that. They're going to especially freak out with the visit that that is happening today with Keon Keela being in Alabama. Uh, we're not going to really dive into that. But again, this is an offer that was not made in response to anything involved with Keon Keely. I've talked to a source today and Notre Dame is still confident about it. There's reasons why this visit happened. I'm not going to get into them right now. But uh, the timing of it kind of sucks. But this is a, this is more of a once Jason Moore went to Ohio State, the staff dove into let's see if there's anybody out there that could fit that fifth D-line position. It's not a need, but if there's someone that fits it and Blake Purchase brings a unique skill set to the table. Uh, we talked a little bit about that yesterday. So I just, th- people just need to kind of stop. Sometimes it's right to put things together. This equals this. Sometimes that's appropriate and accurate, sure. but don't mm-hmm. always assume it. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know if it is. So uh, that's kind of the latest with recruiting. Obviously Ryan is going to continue to have updates on the message board and stories coming out of Irish breakdown about the kids that were visiting this past weekend Gabriel Williams is a rover slash safety uh, from uh, he's from D.C. Correct, Maryland D.C. area. Yeah, so he played it, he played at a school in Maryland last year. He right. transferred to a school in D.C. for the for his junior year. Yep. So very intriguing kid, very intriguing mm-hmm. kid. Ryan has an update on him. Let's just say that kid was very much enamored with what he learned and what he saw at Notre Dame this week. So sure Ryan has was. an update on the message board about that as well. So Ryan. That's it for the latest recruiting updates. We just wanted to kind of mainly we wanted to get the Jeremiah Love stuff out there. Talk a little bit about Dylan Edwards because he's a pretty dynamic kid. And, you know, like I said, it wouldn't shock me to 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 see him on campus for a visit soon. Uh, would not shock me at all. Uh, we, we'll also have an update later tonight. We hope to have another update on Austin Novasad. We had one on the message board mm-hmm. yesterday. So continue to hearing good things about that. But really, as we said before, we're not going to know really where things stand until after he's completed his all of his visits. And I think he has his final visit is I think what Saturday, Ryan, I I believe. Yep. Uh, Yep. So we'll have a better feel there. But um, as I've said on the message board, I, I still believe Ryan, you may disagree. I still believe that it's going to come down to Notre Dame and Baylor more than anybody else. I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think some people came out of the visit they were like disappointed a little bit. And I'm just like, I don't know exactly what you were expecting. Well, because as you saw, on, uh, yeah. And, yeah, as you saw on our message board, um, I, I think a lot of it was, there's a lot of people just assumed he was going to just commit during the visit. And it's like, we never said that. We never inferred that, right? We, like we, we knew he was going to set up a string of multiple visits to a couple yeah, schools, though. Like, right. we knew that. Why, why right. would, I don't right. know. I guess, I guess, all right, cool. Like, if they knock the socks off of the kid and he's just like, nah, I don't need to see any place else. Right. Like, I get, but that I wasn't going to happen with but... his parental relationship with A&M right. and his commitment to Baylor and the fact that I, he's one of those kids that when he says he's going to do something, he's going to do it, right? Which is also why I think Baylor's a bigger factor here than people think. Because he is a kid that committed to Baylor. That means something to him. Now, at the end of the day, sometimes you've got to be willing to break those commitments because something is better for you. That's a part of life, right? But, you know, we leave jobs because something else better comes along. Those things happen, right? But I, I think it's important to him. And, and and Baylor has always been a school that, in my opinion, is is um, is going to be the case. And I, I love the people jumping into the chat talking about things that we talked about 15 minutes ago. Uh, you know, so just 
go back to the beginning of the show, watch the updates that we had, and then and then and then come or, back to us. So or join the board. I desperately need a vacation because I'm about to I'm about to go off. I, I my patience <laughs> is worn so thin with some of this stuff. A, I need a to more take a fun topic. Off. A more yes. fun topic. If anybody for the I, I would love this question. If someone wants to throw this into the chat for the mailbag later, ask me what the four by 100 team would be if Dylan Edwards comes to Notre Dame. Oh my gosh. Because that would be fun. Whoever the track, here, here's the deal. Whoever the track coach is at Notre Dame, <laughs> he needs to be like in Marcus Freeman's office being like, if you guys get Dylan Edwards, please, can we have three of your freshmen for our four by 100 team? Please. For sure. For please, sure. Please, 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 please. Troy Pride, uh, a couple years at Notre Dame, had the best in, because, so it would be a little t- – I mean, in all seriousness, it would be tough for them to do uh, outdoor track in the spring just sure. because of football. Mm-hmm. But what we've seen a lot of from Notre Dame guys in the past is is um, uh, is indoor. to kind of – Yeah, indoor stuff. And we saw Troy Pride had – a couple of years had Notre Dame's best indoor sprint times. And mm-hmm. as we've said before, Troy Pride's high school times are not really that close to what guys here have. They really aren't. You know, so that's a that's another part of it as well. Is they would have a really impressive track team if they could get some of those kind of guys. Agreed. So Ryan, that's uh that's obviously part of the recruiting stuff today. You can check mm-hmm. out the message board for more. Chapman, welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.